Freestyle Nation, I wanted to talk to you really quickly before we got to our main content today with our amazing guests. Look, as entrepreneurs, man, look, our time is so limited. I mean, as human beings, our time is limited. But as, as entrepreneurs, our time is definitely limited. And we're always trying to, what are, the, what are the things we're always trying to do, right? We're always trying to get more sleep, have a better diet, have, you know, a great exercise regimen and everything else, right? But sometimes, let's just be honest, there aren't enough hours in the day. You got invoices to get out. You got to collect on invoices because people don't want to pay you. Uh, you, you got to spend time with the family. You have to do all this other stuff. And like little by little, your time really just kind of, uh, you know, kind of like melts away, if you will. Right. But the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of times our performance suffers. Right. You know. Uh, we all know that like if you don't get enough sleep and enough rest right your brain will force you to shut down and sometimes uh, in opportune times like if you've given a keynote or if you're uh, given a, a business presentation or something like that like your your brain would just shut down so lately I've been hearing about this this new thing called nootropics right and so and from what I understand that a lot of people kind of swear by them right and nootropics is basically like this kind of you know, brain food type of situation that directly feeds your brain to kind of improve that cognitive function, right? Whether it be, you know, more creativity, more, uh, you know, uh, improve your memory, uh, you know, and just kind of enhance, uh, you know, your system, your, you know, your nervous system and you basically, uh, which ultimately powers your business, right? And one of the companies that's doing it really well is True Brain, from what I found out in all my research. And, you know, a lot of times we see nootropics out here and it's like pills. Like, who wants to take a nasty pill, right? But, you know, they have a line of, like, uh, drinks and bars and everything else, uh, you know. And it's created by this guy who was actually an executive at Unilever, right? And he got in a room with UCLA scientists and stuff like that to create True Brain. You know, and, and the whole point of, you know, what True Brain's products do, their brain food, if you will, it, it increases the blood flow to your brain cells, which, you know, brings more oxygen and glucose to the neurons. And this allows you to boost, you know, kind of as an accelerant for you, which ultimately is an accelerant in your, in your business. Because look, you need to perform at peak performance, right? And true enough, let me be honest with you, you do need to get rest, you do need to get, you know, have a nice, you know, exercise regimen and a great diet and stuff like that. But look, sometimes you need a little bit, you need a little bit of help. And so True Brain uh, is a great route to go about if you want to go to Nootropics. They have brain food drinks and brain food bars, if you will, right? And, and for those of you who are trying to stay compliant with the keto diet, it's very keto friendly. So, you know, that's also uh, an important thing to remember. And another thing I found out about, you know, uh, nootropics and, and products like True Brain is that, believe it or not, uh, older people are actually getting into using nootropics, essentially uh, mainly for trying to improve, you know, on uh, the memory function, if you will, right? A lot of times as we get older, things fall by the wayside. I know I'm, I'm 37 and even now I'm like having moments where it's like, oh man, what did I come in the kitchen for? Ah oh man, what did I come into uh, the garage for? And so products like True Brain can really help with that, you know, brain boosting and improving uh, that cognitive function. So Startup Nation, look, you know, like I said, if you're looking for that extra boost and that extra, you know, uh, accelerant, if you will, as you power your business, I would definitely... Uh, give True Brain a look-see because the thing is, you know, you have somebody who is experienced in this space, who's been experienced for a long time, and he has the science to back it up. Uh, so, you know, if that's something you want to check out, make sure you look, click uh, the link in the show notes to kind of check out True Brain to improve your cognitive function that ultimately can improve your memory, improve your creativity, improve your motivation to power your business. So definitely think about add True Brain to your entrepreneurial toolkit. So we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna to get to our guests for today in our content. It's time to be about that life, the startup life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. All right, Startup Nation, I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson, that's G on the ones and twos, and this is The Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals. And we have an amazing 
guest today for you, uh, Startup Nation. He is a business consultant and business turnaround specialist and professional speaker. He has presented to Microsoft, Apple, DreamWorks, and Adobe. He's also a professional gambler. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But he's also the author of The Most Businesses Fail in the First Five Minutes. It just takes them three to five years to realize he is the one, the only, John Paul Mendoza. How's it going, JPM? It's going great. Thank you. Happy to be here. All righty, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate and value your time. Are you ready to pour some knowledge into Startup Nation today? Ready to ready to just take out the fire hose and knock them down. That's that's what I love to hear. That is what I love to hear. So first things first, man. Let's start with your origin story. Kind of share with us a little bit about your background and the work that you do up until this point. Well, yeah, years ago, I guess the best place to start is uh, you know going to Vegas. Uh, went went to Vegas and played blackjack for a year, and then I you know moved on and played poker for three years. And okay. Uh, was a pretty exciting, fast. I, I called it like a you know. Think about it as like a a sprint every single day. Got you it. Just get up and be on top of your game. Mm-hmm. And decided that well, you know, I could play poker without cards. It's called business, <laughs> right? And I could make <laughs> I could make money because see, people don't even realize they're in the game and they don't even know what they're thinking about because they, you know they've got all this other stuff going in their head. And they, they had none of that focus that I'd gotten sitting at the table right. and found out that, that was a great way to, to go about life. And doing that, I you know came back and uh, really eventually get into high tech, even though I don't have a technical background, and just start crushing sales records and sales goals. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, doing deals that other people were not doing at the time. And you know that, that kind of led to this whole, well, I, if I can do it here, can I do it anywhere kind of thing. And started doing consulting and uh, kind of grew from there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that. Kind of take me back, you know, to the, you know, because uh, you always talk about how you didn't do four years of college. You did four years in Vegas. Right. So kind of tell me or share with us in Startup Nation how some of those things you learned, you know, at, at a blackjack table kind of translate over to business and has uh, helped you to be successful in that. Well, I, yeah. I th- the thing about blackjack is that so blackjack taught me a couple things. First okay. off, is that is that you know is it a game that you can beat? Depends upon the rules that the specific house has. But more importantly, is it taught me that that you at every single turn you have to make the best, often the best, worst decision. Mm. And in life, you you'll meet people, and especially if you got entrepreneurs out there, right? They'll spend their time, they'll burn that wood trying to find that way that's going to work. Well, sometimes it's got to be the best, worst decision, and you got to play that hand. You got to move on. You got to play that hand. You got to move on. The other thing is that is that that game is going to go on whether I'm there, whether you're there, where anybody's there. That game is going to go on. That's so true. So you can't be so egocentric to think, well, you know, if I'm not there, there's no game. Yeah, right. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's always going on. So you got to play the best, worst decision at the time because that's what it takes. And that brings up the big D word, which most people don't have, which is discipline. Mm-hmm. Because I'll just quick story is that I was teaching, you know, doing a, an event in Vegas and had, had somebody walk up and a guy goes, hey, you know, I mean, I know you're, you're, you played blackjack for a year and, you know, I want to go play. And I said, well, good. I said, so uh, how much do you want to bet? And he goes, well, about 25 bucks a hand. I said, good. And I go, okay, well, it takes 400 units in the bank to be able to sit down at the table. How much is that? And he looked at me and goes, uh, and then he starts looking up at the ceiling and starts tapping his foot, you know, like he's in fourth grade. And I right. said, well, if you can't come up with $10,000 like that, like that's the number you know what? Here's what you do. Don't go sit at the blackjack table because <laughs> right. it's going to move too fast for you. Understood. Understood. And, and it goes like you were just saying, like that blackjack table, that that game goes uh, on whether you're like it, you know, whether you're there or not. And it's a lot like business in that regard. And if you're not you know, willing to pull the trigger, you know, when you're you know, talking about, you know, making the uh, the best decision possible for your business, that thing's going to go on with you, you know, whether you're there or not. So I'm, I'm appreciate I appreciate you sharing uh, all of that for sure. But I want to ask you this before we dive into the book, man, because, you know, the name of the book is, you know, why do businesses fail in the first five minutes? And it only and it realize it takes them. Uh, three to five years to figure it out. Why do businesses fail in the first five minutes if they're going to fail? They fail for a very simple reason, and that is when you have that initial 
thought, that initial idea, that concept. We get all excited. We get, we're just, just on fire. We're going to go tell everybody, you know, we're going right. to go tell our mom and we're going to go tell them. We post it on social and media and stuff and, like that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we're going to get lots of, lots of people who are going to say, yeah, love it, love it, love it. Are mm-hmm. they going to give you money? That's a question. But more importantly is that they don't think about what position they possess in the market. And if you don't understand what your position is, you are in serious trouble. For because sure. like, like right now, you know, so we're talking right now, and you, you know, I can tell you're a high-energy guy, I'm a high-energy guy. So we can do D&J's cola, right? Right. So what, I mean, how could it fail? I mean, you know, you're, you're Dominic, I'm John, how could that fail? Right. Except, well, there's a company in Atlanta called Coca-Cola. There's guys <laughs> at Pepsi who were just not sitting there going, geez, I, I wonder what, what, what we, you know, we're going to just let guys show up. So people do that all the time is that they'll tell me that they've got this open green field when they don't. What they have is they have a lot of different fences and a lot of different companies are there. Now, not to say that you can't figure something out, right. but that's what, that's what you're supposed to do first before you get all excited and go spend all your money and get this thing started. And then you wake up and find out, huh, I really didn't have a position in the market. Because without a position, you're in trouble, and you are going to go down in flames. I hear that. I hear that. We're talking with John Paul Mendoza here on The Startup Life. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into the book. And and I'm really glad he talked about position because that's super important. Once again, you're listening to The Startup Life with Dominic Lawson. Startup Nation, we tell you all the time that no one does anything great on their own. That includes starting a business or a nonprofit or even becoming a thought leader or an influencer. My point is that you need a team to do it successfully and responsibly. And that is why you should contact DR and Associates. Danielle and her team provide branding solutions along with digital and social media marketing that provide tangible results you are looking for. No matter if you are a Fortune 500 company or an author looking to make an impact, DR and Associates needs to be part of your team. They are one of the few firms whose leadership has been recognized by Google, which is proof of concept that they are very good at what they do. Contact DR and Associates today to grow your online presence. The number is 615-933-3681, or you can visit their website at drandassociates.com. Also, make sure you follow their Facebook page as well. DR and Associates, providing real clients with real results. This episode of The Startup Life is also brought to you by our amazing partners at SCORE Memphis. Look, entrepreneurship is hard, and there is nothing like a mentor that can help you navigate those waters. And that is what SCORE provides. SCORE mentors provide years of expertise and have resources that will have you flourishing and profitable on your path to entrepreneurship. If you are in need of a mentor, give SCORE a call. The number is 901-544-3588 or go to their website at memphis.score.org. The link is there in the show notes. Startup Nation, Kenda and I, along with our daughter Zoe, have this thing called Target Fridays if she's had a good week at school. We stopped by the snack bar for popcorn and mermaid ices. Startup Nation, don't judge me until you've tried them. Those ices are really good. Anyways, we then head over to the toy section so my daughter can add to her LOL doll collection. My daughter is a pretty good student, so you can imagine that we have spent a small fortune on LOL dolls. However, I can take solace in the fact that Target makes it affordable to buy those LOL dolls and anything else we need as a family. That's because Target believes you deserve quality at an affordable price. And when you're entrepreneurs like us, that's extremely important. But great deals and quality products are not exclusive to the brick-and-mortar version of the retail store. Target.com has even more exclusive deals that you can appreciate. And when you spend over $35, shipping is free. And I know we all love free shipping. We love to purchase the amazing kids' clothes for Zoe from the exclusive to Target Cat and Jack line when we go online. So the next time you listen to the show and you are reminded that you need something for your home, Start your target journey with the link in our show notes where you can expect more and pay less. Welcome back to the Startup Life Startup Nation and with our uh, guest today, John Paul Mendoza, the author of Most Businesses Fail in the First Five Minutes. And we're going to take this time now to really dive into the book. So, John, I want to ask you this, man, because, you know, 
your big thing is about, you know, making sure you have position in the marketplace before you get excited, before you get the business cards printed out and stuff like that. Being in position or make sure you're, you have position in the marketplace is key. So I want to ask you this, man. What were you seeing, you know, in the marketplace and small business and stuff like that that prompted you to write this book more in detail? Well, every time I've done a turnaround, mm-hmm. I've always stepped into a situation where here's what a turnaround looks like. Right. Business is going downhill fast. The boat is on fire. The best people have left. The rats are even leaving the ship. And I go, well, okay, that's my client. And I've got to turn that sales problem around because I focus not on the finance side. I focus on the sales, marketing, and advertising side. And usually what we have is we have a positioning problem. Okay. And what we have to do is we have to say, because people are usually not in one business, they're not in two businesses, they're, they're in a multitude of things, right. and they're confusing their customers, and they're not figuring out where, where they should really be. Worked with a software company that actually had two businesses in there. Now, they thought they had some level of synergy, that's a favorite word, right, it's great, but they didn't, they, had, they didn't have synergy. So they had two businesses, one was worth, or one was doing $5 million a year, one was doing $10 million a year. And what we did is, we, and they said, well, you know, we'd really like to figure out how to, you know, maybe go raise some capital, go do these other things. Well, we sold off the $5 million business, which we actually positioned properly for more than they could have gotten for the entire business when I started. And they kept the $10 million revenue stream. Now, the reason why they could do that is that is that we acknowledge that, you know, every time you showed up, you didn't say, well, let's do this and that. The word, the little word and will kill you because people mm. will say we do this and this and right. this and this and this. Which and probably this. leads to the confusion as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Right. And, and therefore, you know, you, you can't figure out what they actually do. So when I go in and look at it, and the reason why I know that there's so many failures, and, and the, the point of the book, the premise of the book is, is we're trying to stem that terrible percentage of it. I mean, think about it. If if business was a, a game that you could play in Vegas, it'd be illegal because the percentages are so bad. Mm. I mean, not, up to 90% of all businesses are going to fail in three to five years, right. and they're going to fail for all of the wrong reasons. And the biggest one is the fact that they're going to have this incorrect positioning. And now they wake up and they go, wow, I've now burned through my money and my family's money and my friend's money, and maybe I borrowed money, and maybe I even got a venture or an angel group to put money into it. And it's all these kind of interesting things that people do, but what they never really sit down and say is, okay, so what's my position and how do I fit in that market? Because, see, frankly, it doesn't matter what you think or I think. It's what's the customer thinking? What's that customer base that we're going to get through the door? Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that. And Startup Nation, uh, if, if you're watching on Facebook live stream right now, you can see the book here in the studio. We were we were lucky enough to have a, a book and autograph by John. Thank you for that, for sure, my man. Uh, uh, but also, you, the book is available for pre-sale right now in, in ebook form. If you go to Amazon.com, if you listen to the replay on the podcast form, the link is there in the show notes. But if you can't wait that long and you want that physical book, uh, John and Gabe uh, Batista, the, the co-conspirator, not co-author, we're going to talk about that in a few seconds. Uh, he actually, uh, they're actually autographing the first hundred books. If you go to PositionToWin.com, once again, PositionToWin.com, uh, the link is there in the show notes. Go ahead. Position to win, position to win book.com. Position to win book.com. My apologies. The link is there in the show notes if you listen to the replay on the podcast. Thank you for correcting me on that, John, oh, no, for no, sure. No, there's a cyber squatter sitting on sitting on position to win, and they wanted $5,000. Ah, said, yeah. Okay, well, let, let's get the book to where we need to go, and maybe we'll come back. Fair we'll enough. We can do, you know? Fair <laughs> enough, for sure, for sure. So uh, if you would, really quickly, talk about Gabe and, and how vital he was as your co-conspirator to this book. Well, yeah, for, for many years I've been doing business deals, and people would say, you know, you really should write a book. And 30 years ago, somebody sat me down and said, hey, you know, the first, I want to be the first guy who's going to read your book because you just got a lot of insights and got to do that. Well, you know, made a couple of failed attempts. Gabe actually started as a coaching client, and then we started doing some deals together and became a, a business partner and some stuff. And it was really a couple of years ago that we were sitting there, and we were talking about, a specific concept and how that applied to a project that, that he was working on. Right. And he said, really, that, that doesn't exist in any form. I mean, this guy's a voracious reader. So Gabe 
really dove in and said, I'm going to help you get this book done. I know, you know, you've thought about it, you've talked about it, you you know, and so when somebody asks me, what does it take to write a book? My, my simple formula, and I mean, it's one that you could replicate if you want, is you take 30 years and then you find yourself a Colombian because he's from Colombia originally, right. and then you put that together and you got yourself a book. That's it's that simple. Gotcha. But Gabe is really good because he is on the, the very much on the digital side. He's he's an expert in Facebook, and uh, every time we're doing a project, he's he's handling the digital side. I'm handling the analog side, and and most importantly, it's it's making sure that we we got all of this into uh, a real book. And, and, you know, it isn't like, you know, so many of these Amazon books I see today, which kind of make me sad is because they're, they're basically a pamphlet or a sales letter, but this is a real book. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that. And Startup Nation, I actually read the book and it, it's a really good one. It's full of anecdotes. It's full of really good, tangible tools to use uh, on your path to entrepreneurship and put in your entrepreneurial toolkit. So I really highly advise you uh, to purchase uh, the book for sure. And one of those anecdotes that, you know, I, I in doing my show prep, I saw that many people really like this story is the one with uh, you and Grandma Madocha in the chicken noodle soup story. That that one's always, you know, uh, kind of a popular one amongst your you know, the people who follow you and stuff like that. So if you would, tell us that story uh, about the chicken noodle soup and going from that long trek from Denver to Brooklyn uh, and stuff like that. But kind of share with us that story and how it taught you your one of your very first uh, lessons in positioning. Right. Well, my, my, my grandmother was really the reason why yeah, you know, my my family's in this country. You know, took her okay. took her uh, took her husband. Uh, you know, sadly, alcoholic, kind of abusive guy. Took mm-hmm. her sons, packed them up from Polish Ukrainian border, and moved to New York City. That's a tough one. Gotcha. And, yeah, uh, for sure. Held, held held everything together. I only got to see her once in my life, and I was five years old. And little did I know that it was going to be a marketing lesson. And what mm-hmm. we did is we we get there, and uh, you know, it's uh, I was just shocked because I went from, you know, this you know, living in Denver, Colorado, seeing these big, beautiful mountains to being in the big city. And, uh, you know, I think she was on the third floor. So that was kind of a mind blower. Uh, no elevators, by the right. way. <laughs> and uh, we're there and she looks at us and she says with her accent, because of course these are, you know, my brother and I were there and, you know, th- these are her grandsons and she wants to do something nice and righteous for us. And she goes, Hey, how about some, you know, you boys like chicken noodle soup. And of course we looked at each other and said, Oh yeah, that sounds great. And uh, she proceeds to then go and start making us chicken noodle soup. And, you know, we're, we're sitting there waiting. And, you know, when, when you're that age, you've got about no patience at all. And this thing has taken a long, long time. Anyway, she, got, she goes and she finishes the soup. Right. And, uh, you know, she brings it over to us. And the first thing I do is I notice that there's a foot floating in my soup. <laughs> now, my perspective was... right. Chicken noodle soup comes out of a red and white can called Campbell's. Absolutely. And I never saw a foot in a Campbell's chicken noodle soup can <laughs> in my life. Right. Uh, that, the expert that I was. And I looked at her and I basically said, you know, I, you know we, we said, this is just not chicken noodle soup. Now, she was a little aghast by that. Of course. And, and tells my father, who basically says, you guys are going to eat the soup. So I'm sitting there trying to get the get the foot to kind of like stick to the side so I can, <laughs> I can get to the soup. Right. Now, the, the lesson for all of us is that, is that we all have a predetermined bias about what is or is not the correct way something should be done. And in my five-year-old mind, chicken noodle soup had to come out of a can. It had to, be, had to look this way. It had to smell this way. It had to be this way. And that's that to me is 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 really my, one of my very first marketing lessons. Right. And when you're projecting your message to your to the world, and you're going out and getting people to connect, their bias about what is or is not chicken noodle soup is going to really determine whether or not you actually uh, are going to connect with them or not. Because if they look at what you're doing and say, "Wait, we see a chicken foot in there, and we're done. We're out of here, man. We're history." Well, right. that's that's an issue. Now, the, the interesting part is we're writing it, and we were sending this out to you know people who know me, and you know everybody said, "Wow, that must have been probably you know it, they they would think that you know could we go get grandma's soup because of course <laughs> I'm sure it was full and rich and all that." But right. in my mind, once once something inside your head isn't right or isn't what fits your bias map, it's all over for sure, for sure. And you talk about the bias map uh, quite often in the book. 
for sure. And so really quickly before we go to break, in chapter five, you talk about uh, positioning traps and you have you know different bullet points, but there's one in particular that I was interested in. Number three, quote, not understanding the difference between being unique and being a commodity. Kind of break this, break that down for us, uh, John, if you would, would a little bit. Well, yeah, it, it, I think the easiest way to understand it is that is that I think we can all agree that coffee was invented in 1971. Okay, it didn't exist before that because there wasn't Starbucks. I mean, think about it. Fair Starbucks enough. invented coffee, and they invented coffee because they charge as much for coffee as well. Lots of places. First off, there's no alcohol in it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't have to show an ID for it, right? So they're charging more for coffee. Than they are than, than people are charging for you know for for drinks, and that that's just a, a prime example of of what you just what a rule that you just described, which is you know when when you're going to go out there and stake out your position and what you are and who you are is that is that they took a commodity and they turned it into something unique and have flourished from it and turned it to billions of dollars. Now make right. no mistake, there are. 25 that we've been able to find franchise companies that will sell you a franchise to open a coffee shop to compete against big Starbucks. And you better have a pretty good answer as to why you're better or you're different than Starbucks and you're not a commodity. For sure. For sure. Thank you for sharing that. So Startup Nation, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask John about even though positioning is super important, we're going to talk about when it's time to pivot. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life. Startup Nation, we tell you all the time that no one does anything great on their own. That includes starting a business or a nonprofit, or even becoming a thought leader or an influencer. My point is that you need a team to do it successfully and responsibly. And that is why you should contact DR and Associates. Danielle and her team provide branding solutions, along with digital and social media marketing that provide tangible results you are looking for. No matter if you are a Fortune 500 company or an author looking to make an impact, DR and Associates needs to be part of your team. They are one of the few firms whose leadership has been recognized by Google, which is proof of concept that they are very good at what they do. Contact DR and Associates today to grow your online presence. The number is 615-933-3681 or you can visit their website at drandassociates.com. Also, make sure you follow their Facebook page as well, DR and Associates, providing real clients with real results. This episode of The Startup Life is also brought to you by our amazing partners at SCORE Memphis. Look, entrepreneurship is hard, and there is nothing like a mentor that can help you navigate those waters. And that is what SCORE provides. SCORE mentors provide years of expertise and have resources that will have you flourishing and profitable on your path to entrepreneurship. If you are in need of a mentor, give SCORE a call. The number is 901-544-3588 or go to their website at memphis.score.org. The link is there in the show notes. Startup Nation, Kenda and I, along with our daughter Zoe, have this thing called Target Fridays if she's had a good week at school. We stopped by the snack bar for popcorn and mermaid ices. Startup Nation, don't judge me until you've tried them. Those ices are really good. Anyways, we then head over to the toy section so my daughter can add to her LOL doll collection. My daughter is a pretty good student, so you can imagine that we have spent a small fortune on LOL dolls. However, I can take solace in the fact that Target makes it affordable to buy those LOL dolls and anything else we need as a family. That's because Target believes you deserve quality at an affordable price. And when you're entrepreneurs like us, that's extremely important. But great deals and quality products are not exclusive to the brick-and-mortar version of the retail store. Target.com has even more exclusive deals that you can appreciate. And when you spend over $35, shipping is free. And I know we all love free shipping. We love to purchase the amazing kids' clothes for Zoe from the exclusive to Target Cat and Jack line when we go online. So the next time you listen to the show and you are reminded that you need something for your home, Start your target journey with the link in our show notes where you can expect more and pay less. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back to the Startup Life. Hey, John, me and Greg were talking, you know, uh, off air just a second. I think he wants that chicken noodle soup. 
recipe right. from yeah. no no i think he likes the <laughs> foot part <laughs> for sure once again we're talking to john paul mendocha the author of um, uh, most businesses fail in the first five minutes so john i want to ask you this because in the book you tell the story of ibm and you know they you know did a decent job of positioning stuff like that but you also talk about the, the there were moments where they knew when to pivot what are those moments you know because we're talking to a lot of small business owners out there you know it's one thing to you know stay the course stay the course and be staunch in what you're doing but there's also moments where you do have to pivot in order to have that success kind of talk about what those indicators look like if you would john so pivoting is a really interesting concept and in fact it works not only for business but we can actually so we take it to a big company like ibm or what became a massive company or we can take it to an individual but pivoting is you're sitting there right now and you're doing what you're doing right and now what you want to do is say okay how can i pivot how can i make some meaningful change but still stay within the frame of the position i have and by doing that become more successful and most businesses miss the fact that they're going to have to pivot they have mm. to look for an opportunity and what they have to look for is say okay if i if i if i make this small change but important change where does that take me how do i now get more customers different customers better customers prime example of that is that most of us live in this race to the bottom on pricing right we started at whatever number we are and and we see that the market's just going down 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 Right. And I talk a lot about the fact that, that think about it in today's marketplace, uh, you can go to a Walmart and buy a pair of jeans for $9.99. Or you can go to the Lucky Jean store in downtown San Diego, because I go to downtown San Diego once a year to, to, to spend a couple weeks. And you can go to Lucky Jean store and you can find $340 jeans. Right. Now, to me, that, that, that whole stratification, you've got to decide where you're going to live. And now you have to decide where you're going to pivot to. Now, most mm. of the time when I talk to somebody, I go, look, we, we got to think about how to pivot you to higher margins so you can survive, you can have the money you need to move this process along. So the things that you have to look for is, is that as you are in much more competitive markets, so what do we do to make you stand out? How do we make you different in that marketplace? How do we make you unique? And this this really is kind of a, uh, an, an interesting change because, see, everybody wants to be unique. Everybody talks about being unique, but very few people really want to be different. That is very so true. Very few people want to stand out from the crowd. Right. And and so, so you asked the question about, you know, why, why did we put co-conspirators? Well, as soon as I put co-conspirators instead of co-authors, it brought up a little bit of controversy. So when I did, when we did the, you know, the, the, the initial testing and launching of the book, you know, people would look at that and go, wait a second. Now, Anytime they can remember you, that means that, that, that you've got a different shot. You, you, are, you now have a place inside of their head. You, you, you might even be there rent-free inside their brain. There it is. And that's important because that's what it's all about. It's about how to get inside of them so when they think about what you do, they think about you before everybody else. For sure. For sure. And and you know what, John, you know, you said something uh, I think that was very interesting in Startup Nation. I hope you caught it, because the thing is, like we have many people who think about starting a business and starting this path of entrepreneurship. And, and when you said, you know, everybody wants to be unique and every, but not everybody wants to be different. It's like if, if that's something that that's kind of scary to you, I would imagine you might need to reconsider, you know, you know, the path of entrepreneurship just a little bit. What do you think, John? Oh, very much so. And, and understand that when you are different, when you are different, you are going to get lots of negative feedback right. because there are people who are going to reject you. Mm -hmm. And you can what now? And what 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 happens is that most people take feedback and they say, "Well, I'm gonna I want to learn from it." Well, depends what that feedback is. You know, I, I once had a client who fired me. You know, that happened. Right. And he says, well, John, I want to tell you why. And I said, well, we're, we're, you know, the money stopped, right? You're not paying me anymore, right? He goes, yep, click. He called me back. He said, what did you do that for? I said, well, we're done, right? Well, no, I want to give you valuable feedback. Well, why would I want feedback from somebody who's no longer my customer? Now, you may mm. say, John, that's pretty arrogant. But if you have your message, you have what you are doing and what you're all about, Make sure that that's what you're going to stick to. Now, you may have a losing message, and you have to be careful and tune that. But for the most part, if you are going to be different, you're going to have what is, and this is, this is really an important concept, 
is what I call a sharp edge of marketing. You have to be willing to know that you're going to reject a bunch of people and also accept a bunch of, of, of those. But right. you have to be willing to do the rejection. And that's where people fall into this, you know, just a terrible trap because what they want to do, they want to be liked by everybody. Take any successful person and you'll find that what they have is they have usually a very high acceptance by their, you know, their fans. And they also have a high rejection by people who go, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Mm. And, 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 you know, I'm, you know, I'm of the age, I'm not a hip hop guy. I'm not a rap kind of guy, but you know what I respect is that the best of them are hated by a bunch of people right. and they understand, well, okay, that's that those people aren't going to go buy my stuff, right? Those aren't my customers. These are my customers. And that. it's smart to understand that we have to live on that sharp edge of marketing. And that is being truly different. I hear that. And, and definitely what I'm hearing startup nation is this, like, you know, you, you have to be okay with everything that comes with this path of entrepreneurship. You have to be okay with everything that comes with trying to get an idea to market the good, the bad and the ugly. So John, I appreciate you breaking that down for us for sure. I, I want to ask you this because there's a part in your book where you talk about the uh, uh, the five dimensions of positioning, which is talent, education, skills, experience and resources. And when I was reading that part of the book, it made me think, you know what, maybe, you know, this is something that's not just applicable to entrepreneurship and business owners. It can be applicable to a sales rep or HR personnel. So if I'm not an entrepreneur and I'm not a small business owner and I'm you know working the traditional nine to five, what can I take away from this book that's valuable to me? I think what you can take away from it is that is that in some ways, no matter what you're, where you live in life, right? And and I and and the reason why that's there is that I believe that you have to position yourself before you're going to position anything else. I hear that. That makes complete sense to me. So I show up, right? I come back to this to this other world, right? I leave that world of Vegas, come back to this world, and I have to think, okay, how do I put this and make this fit? Because you know, I've got people who are looking at. His resume. Now, I didn't put down professional gambler because, of course, that's just a, just a quick rejection. Mm-hmm. But what I could do is I said, okay, so what? So what were my talents? What were my skills? What was my education? What were, you know? And as I started to lay those things out, which later now go into the book, is that what I want you to do if you have a career is you need to think about how you're not going to. Couple things. One sit around with all the, the whiners and complainers and the moaners, because by the way, that's, that's, an, that's just a high negative lifestyle. And the second thing is understand that you have to think about how you're going to stand out in your organization. Now, it may be, in fact, that, that you, you, know, you don't go very far in the company you're in, but maybe you can stand out in the industry you're in and get that next job. Maybe you can go do some other things. Maybe you can go and become involved with other successful people because every single job title has has some group or society or whatever that is. What I want you to do is think about, you know, your career, your most valuable thing that you have is how do I position myself and right. how do I move myself along? And it's very interesting because those people who I've coached individually, I have I have people who have gotten their, you know, the promotion that they've been trying to get for ten years, they got it after going through this process and thinking about that. We have a tendency to think that we need to be the most talented. Well, talent is one of those things that, depending upon your belief, it came from God, it came from the universe, it came from wherever. Take whatever talent you've got. Now the question is, how do I round all that out and package it so, therefore, I have this very interesting look? Because, see, if everybody thinks that you're just the same as everybody else in that room, you're in trouble. Got you. Got you. Thank you for sharing that. We're talking with John Paul Mendoza, the author of um, uh, Most Businesses Fail in the First Five Minutes. Just takes them three to five years to realize it really quickly. John, before we go to break really quickly, uh, you know, people, you know, and entrepreneurs, they're they're always pitching. They have pitch decks. They're pitching for investors. They're pitching for customers. And even if they're not entrepreneurs, they're, you know, people who have a nine to five, they're pitching themselves for a promotion. They're pitching a a new project within the organization. And you've pitched to many people, many companies, billionaires and stuff like that all over the world. What goes into a great pitch? Well, the first thing that goes into a great pitch is that is that you have to ask a question, what which I call a, a stumper question. You have to ask a question that they 
want to know the answer to. Okay. See, most of the time, people are just they, they've got the megaphone and they're 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 just you know trying to amplify what they're saying. But how mm. do we get that curiosity factor? How do we get somebody going? Wait a second, I got I've got to know what that next reveal is. I need to know what that next card is going to be, and that anticipatory sense needs to be in any pitch you're going to do. And if you can't get people interested in the first few seconds, I mean, it used to be minutes, but now it's seconds, right. then, then you are seriously in trouble. So what I do is I, as, I can, as I work with people and say, what can we say in the first three to five seconds that will gather their attention and curiosity? And hence, you need to have and think about, well, what is that hook? What's that, what's that tagline? What, what is that whatever you're going to do? And that way, and that, by the way, that, that sets that first pin on how you're positioned. And if you look at, we did a lot of research in figuring out, I mean, the, the title of the book changed from the initial mm. uh, a launch and test of it before we got to where we are today. And the reason for it is that everyone looked at, at this, you know, jumble of words, if you will, and, you know, I, and, I, and I like to think I'm really a smart guy, and, and people would start saying spontaneously, oh, most businesses fail in the first five minutes. Well, guess what? That, that dropped to the, that went up right up to the top. Right. Because that connected with people in three seconds. I hear that. I hear that. Thank you for sharing that. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, we actually have a question from Startup Nation, and we're going to pitch it to John. My name is Dominic Lawson, and you're listening to The Startup Life. Startup Nation, we tell you all the time that no one does anything great on their own. That includes starting a business or a nonprofit or even becoming a thought leader or an influencer. My point is that you need a team to do it successfully and responsibly. And that is why you should contact DR and Associates. Danielle and her team provide branding solutions along with digital and social media marketing that provide tangible results you are looking for. No matter if you are a Fortune 500 company or an author looking to make an impact, DR and Associates needs to be part of your team. They are one of the few firms whose leadership has been recognized by Google, which is proof of concept that they are very good at what they do. Contact DR and Associates today to grow your online presence. The number is 615-933-3681, or you can visit their website at drandassociates.com. Also, make sure you follow their Facebook page as well. DR and Associates, providing real clients with real results. This episode of The Startup Life is also brought to you by our amazing partners at SCORE Memphis. Look, entrepreneurship is hard, and there is nothing like a mentor that can help you navigate those waters. And that is what SCORE provides. SCORE mentors provide years of expertise and have resources that will have you flourishing and profitable on your path to entrepreneurship. If you are in need of a mentor, give SCORE a call. The number is 901-544-3588 or go to their website at memphis.score.org. The link is there in the show notes. Startup Nation, Kenda and I, along with our daughter Zoe, have this thing called Target Fridays if she's had a good week at school. We stop by the snack bar for popcorn and mermaid ices. Startup Nation, don't judge me until you've tried them. Those ices are really good. Anyways, we then head over to the toy section so my daughter can add to her LOL doll collection. My daughter is a pretty good student, so you can imagine that we have spent a small fortune on LOL dolls. However, I can take solace in the fact that Target makes it affordable to buy those LOL dolls and anything else we need as a family. That's because Target believes you deserve quality at an affordable price. And when you're entrepreneurs like us, that's extremely important. But great deals and quality products are not exclusive to the brick-and-mortar version of the retail store. Target.com has even more exclusive deals that you can appreciate. And when you spend over $35, shipping is free. And I know we all love free shipping. We love to purchase the amazing kids' clothes for Zoe from the exclusive to Target Cat and Jack line when we go online. So the next time you listen to the show and you are reminded that you need something for your home, Start your target journey with the link in our show notes where you can expect more and pay less. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back to the Startup Life as we wrap up with John Paul Mendoza, the author of Most Businesses Fail in the First Five Minutes. So, John, let me ask you this really quickly before we move forward. What's the number one thing you want people to get from your book? The number one thing is that if you position yourself properly, you have a much better chance of being successful in your career, much better chance of being successful as an entrepreneur, and more importantly, much better chance of actually growing a business 
that is meaningful that you can eventually sell. Because when you sell a business, when people go buy something, they buy it because of not only what it's doing revenue-wise, but as we see today in the Internet space, people are buying things at crazy amounts of money because of how well they're positioned. They're positioned in a way that pushes out the rest of the competition. I hear that. I hear that. Thank you for sharing that. So we actually have a question from Startup Nation, and I want to ask you, ask it to you, John. So uh, it's a question from John Brom. He's from D.C. And so he says, I have a small business that is gaining traction faster than I anticipated. And a couple of friends offered investing. I know there are a couple of ways to do this, either as one is a one time investment that I will you know, get to pay back within a certain time period. And becoming an, or becoming an actual partner in the business, which makes more sense to someone starting out. So, how, what kind of advice would you give John from DC, John? <laughs> well, the, you know, of course, you give me an easy one. Um, <laughs> the, the 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 reality of it is is that is that once you take money, you are in fact uh, have a have a fiduciary responsibility. You have to understand what you have to do with them, right? And you have to decide how long they're going to be around with you. Uh, when you're first starting out, you want to look at what your valuation is. I know that's, again, a long topic, but the most important thing is is that how long will they be with you? Because what happens lots of times is you end up with what I call barnacles, which are attached to the side of your ship. Mm, so you have right. to think long and hard. And in my mind, you, know, you have to think, do I want to be in business with these people three, five, 10, 20 years? Let's say this thing is amazingly successful. Do I want to be with them? for that period of time. My simplest answer is, is make sure that you really know what you're going to do with the money, how you're going to invest the money, and now work to get the best deal that you possibly can. Always, always, always have great paperwork. And it's one of those things that I work with my clients and, and make sure that they have the right paperwork so they don't, they don't get in trouble and they don't get into you know, legal entanglements down the road. Money changes everything. For sure. For sure. Definitely want to get it in black and white. And I imagine that is also important. You talked about the barnacles on a ship or whatever. It's important that if they are an investor and they're you know going to be attached to the business, that they bring something to the table besides money. You know, whether they have a, a nice network or Rolodex, maybe they're great at sales or something like that. What do you think about that, John? Does my logic make sense? Oh, you're absolutely on cue. You You need to make sure that they're going to bring now they're going to just bring money right that's fine right but un- understand that that they need to do more the other thing is that they that, that whatever money you're raising today and you're going to grow past a certain point you're going to be raising money again and again and again the fallacy is that well we're going to get so successful we never have to raise money again mm. well, all you have to do is look at every major corporation out there every major success out there i mean Tesla just sold $2 billion worth of stock at a crazy number. Right. Now, why did he do that? Well, because he could go out to the market and sell to the dream to the next group of people. Now, that was done strategically. Most of the time when you're a small business, you're usually not thinking about that. You may say, well, I'm never going to be a Tesla or whatever that might look like. But yeah, you want to make sure that they bring a lot. And you also want to make sure that they're aware that the this is the beginning of the journey, not the end. You're going to have to make sure that they're going to be part of the team and not be an impediment to growth and where this needs to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Now, Startup Nation, when you go to uh, johnpaulmadocha.com, you'll see many links. You know, you can contact John if you need help in your in your businesses. All his contact information there uh, is in the show notes if you're listening on the replay of for the podcast side. Uh, but you also have this thing called Speed Start Monday. Kind of share with Startup Nation what that's all about and how you help entrepreneurs with that. So, yeah, Speed Start Monday, and I just did one yesterday. Right. Speed Start Monday is a weekly sales meeting. There's no pitching. I'm not selling anything because it's a member site. In fact, you're, you're, you know, all of your listeners can, can come on and, and find me on Facebook, and you can actually watch the, the free part of that in, in every Monday. But mm-hmm. what I do is 50 times a year, I come on and talk about a sales topic. It's very much focused on sales. Now, this is for those people who are really serious and take this seriously. Absolutely. Yesterday I did number 807. Wow. So and and if you if you join as a member you get access to many of those through a, a member site only. And what that is is that I'm I'm actually taking you through very in-depth levels of what selling is all about. See most people 
they, they're at a very superficial surface level. There's lots of that out there. The real point of it is, is that you're involved in winning and being successful. How do you make yourself better every week? So what I say is spend an hour uh, a week with me. And what it does is it gives you some new ideas, gives you some new concepts, gives you some things to try. And then we come back and we, and we then hit it again. Um, I have no guests, or rarely have guests, no repeats. There's no best of. It's raw material. And also for members that get to ask me questions. I hear that. I hear that. And once again, you can you can contact John on his website, uh, johnpaulmadocha.com, or you can hit him up on whatever uh, social media platform that you prefer. He's on LinkedIn. He's on Facebook. Uh, and we have all that contact information there in the show notes if you listen to the podcast for easy access. Hey, John, let me ask you something really quickly, man. If you could go back in time and talk to anybody in the past and just ask them one question, who would it be and what would you ask them? Well, I would love to go back and, and ask Steve Jobs when he came back to Apple, mm. when, when he came back to Apple, what his first motivation was to do that, because he didn't have to, right? right? He didn't have to come back. He was a successful enough guy. But I would ask him, so what, what, was, what was that thing that, that you saw that you wanted to do? Most, most entrepreneurs, most individuals who are successful don't understand that oftentimes it's that chip on our shoulder that drives us forward. I would have loved to have asked him that question because I think it was the chip on his shoulder. The, the, I'm going to prove these guys that they were wrong, that they fired me, and he certainly did that. For sure, for sure. And last question before we let you go. just want to say thank you so much, John, for coming on, sharing your book with us, you know, sharing your time and your value and stuff like that for sure. And once again, if you want to get that autograph uh, book from John and Gabe, go to positiontowinbook.com. Hey, I nailed it. Positiontowinbook.com. Uh, we have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you're listening on the podcast replay. So really quickly, John, there's an entrepreneur out there who's, you know, who's feeling stuck in their business they're or they're afraid to start. Give them some words of motivation to take us on out today. If you have that true desire, that burning desire to go out and do something, you should do it. You should not wait. You should not sit there and say, you know what, I'm waiting for somebody to validate my ticket. I'm waiting for somebody to say it's okay to go do it. You have to listen to that voice that you have, and you need to go do it. And you need to know that though you may not be successful as you may think, but if you actually work hard at it, you put in the right positioning, and you can achieve amazing things. And I know that because I've had that happen in my own life. I know that because I've seen that in, all my, in so many of my clients' lives. And I know that because we have an unlimited, an unlimited opportunity to innovate in marketing and sales. Remember that. Live by that. We have an unlimited opportunity to innovate in marketing and sales. It is not over. The best is yet to come. For sure, for sure. And as always, as John would say, definitely know your position for sure. Thank you, John, so much for coming on the Startup Life. And Startup Nation, as always, if you have an idea, be about that life, the Startup Life.